In the studio with me today are Alan Cochran and Michael Keith of Goldsmiths College, University of London, and former leader of Tower Hamlets Local Council. If I can start with you, Alan, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about the distinction between government to governance and why we've seen a shift from forms of government to something that we're talking about now as governance. I think the notion of government, particularly when applied to the running of cities, is quite a fixed notion. It's a notion which assumes fairly straightforward boundaries, fairly straightforward responsibilities being given to institutions which are identified normally in law but not always in a clear-cut legal way. But nevertheless, key point being that government implies an institution which runs things, which does things in a sense from the top down normally. If you look at old textbooks of local government in Britain, they very much emphasise a whole range of responsibilities which are organised through legal requirements. You have legal responsibilities to do this, legal responsibilities to do that, and you have departments which are structured around them. To some extent, that's still true. But I think the important point is that it's increasingly been recognised that this isn't a very accurate description of what actually happens in the running of cities. One of the things that's become very clear is that actually there are a whole range of different institutions, a whole range of interests, a whole range of people, of groups, quite a fragmented set of relationships within cities. And it has to be understood that the way in which cities are run, the way in which cities organise themselves, reflects that fragmentation. And the task of governance, unlike the task of government, the task of governance is in some way to bring those different fragments together, to think of ways of enabling the fragments to work together, to exist together, to work side by side. It's about running things in ways which don't imply something that's top-down but suggests that there is a need for partnership, for negotiation, for argument, and so on. So do you see this shift as being something that has been a response to the character of the city itself? I think so, although it's important to say that the notion of government is one that was used in describing the way that cities are run for quite a long time. I think it's partly about a recognition that cities are more complex phenomena than used to be imagined, certainly in the writings of political scientists. It's a recognition of the fluidity. It's a recognition of the way in which social relations spread out across space, the way in which cities actually bring together a whole set of different people with different experiences. So there's a sense in which it's probably about changes that have taken place, that some of these things have probably happened, particularly in the context of globalization in the mid-20th century and beyond. But it's also a recognition if you like, that some of the writing or some of the ways in which cities were written about and the running of cities were written about even in the past was a bit inaccurate and didn't capture the richness of the relationships which existed. Michael, I wonder if you'd like to comment on what you think of this shift from government to governance. Do you think that it's been a positive move in terms of managing cities? Well, I think there's a degree of ambivalence there. As um, Alan was just, just saying, that through time the actual forms of government and responsibilities of government have changed substantially, slowly but substantially, because if you look back to the last century, particularly in European and capitalist countries, structures of government tend to reflect social concerns with particular kinds of problems that are going on in cities. So in the 19th century, issues of health, issues of sanitation are at the fore, and you have structures of local government that tend to reflect those concerns. As that changes through the 20th century, other concerns come more to the fore. Other structures emerge so that in the last 25, 30 years, you get a governmental concern with 
the problem of families, the problems of certain social concerns that produces social services departments across the country. And so the structures change. And I think what we're seeing at the moment is both a change in concerns and a change in the way in which the responsibilities for those concerns are mirrored in the structures of government. I think you're seeing changes in concerns that reflect the increasing globalization of cities so that, for example, as refugees become an issue politically, nationally, they also become a concern at local government and local government in the British case is given responsibility for dealing with refugees. So it means that specific structures emerge in in relation to that. But also I think there's a blurring of responsibilities in the shift from government to governance because whereas in a sense in the period from the 19th century onwards what tended to emerge were structures with fairly discrete or at least rhetorically discrete powers, there's increasingly a sense in which the institutions of government are being told that they share responsibility so that For example, in terms of the criminal justice system, whereas the police were in the past fairly autonomous from other structures of government, they will increasingly sit down in partnership with local government, with local authorities. And I think this is potentially beneficial in the sense that if if agencies that are in the public sector are working together and working together effectively, you might get more from less. And so there is one sense in which that kind of working might be laudable. But also that displacement of responsibility is potentially problematic if you're actually looking for who is responsible for failing to conduct a particular criminal inquiry and you're told that it's somewhere between the housing department and the police service and the crown prosecution service, then your right to redress as a citizen of a particular city becomes more complex if you're a victim of racial harassment in one of British cities today, you don't really want to be told that the responsibility for sorting out your problems is shared between four or five agencies. You want to go to one place and have that problem addressed. And so that potential displacement of responsibility, I think, is slightly problematic. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.